Welcome to Inching Towards Awesome, the podcast for transforming your life one tiny step at a time. I'm Melinda Fulmer. And I'm Alex Pham. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to talk about a problem that touches almost every one of us sitting. We are the ninjas of sitting in this country between our desk jobs, our Netflix binges, and, you know, gaming consoles. We could all win the sitting Olympics, hands down. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Or maybe butts down. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) What else do we have, Alex? And in the second half of our podcast, we'll tell you the results of our previous challenge, morning rituals to help you win the day. So... Stay with us to hear if we were able to visualize and dress our way to success. The results might surprise you. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That is awfully dramatic. Yes. I don't know if it'll be. I hope we can podcast on that. (laughs) I hope we can fulfill on that big promise there. All right. Well, let's let's dive into today's topic, which is which is sitting and just how bad it is for you. I mean, by now we all know that sitting is the new smoking. Um, And every day there's another piece of news that tells us just how bad it is for you. Uh, You know, as your body adapts to this position, your shoulders hunch and, um, you know, according to Katie Bowman, a, a biomechanist I talked to, it has real, uh, really some adverse effects on your body. It, it diminishes your strength, your range of motion, your metabolism is, of course, affected. You're more fatigued and tired, and you know, you're you have more back pain. So really sitting is just one big repetitive use injury, she says. Yet how many of us are doing something about this? I mean, how many of us have a standing desk? Do you have a standing desk, Alex? I used to. I miss that standing desk. But not all of us have one, so well what happened to the standing desk um it went away with the last job (laughs) when i said goodbye to office work i said goodbye to the standing desk oh and and, you know did you was it was it a a good thing for you did it uh the standing desk Yeah, yeah i i i actually really liked it um but one one thing about the standing desk is you have to have that that cushion at the bottom of your feet so that you're you're not um, ruining your knees and joints by standing on concrete or some other hard surface. So that's right. um, that's always crucial to have. But as I said, not everybody has a standing desk. So this is right. uh, so we're going to have to talk about other things besides standing desks, which would be kind of an easy solution. But um, but those things, those suckers cost about fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars a piece. Woo. Who has money for that? Yeah, that's a big investment, especially if you don't know that it's going to be the right thing for you. Um, And there's lots of the web is full of DIY versions of standing desks. And we can talk a little bit more about that. But, you know, just in terms of how much you're sitting, um, 
how long do we need to, how long should we sit at one time? How much should we get up? What's the research on that, Alex? Well, <laughs> you know me and my research. <laughs> like, Are you ready? I pass the baton to you. <laughs> um, well, the research, the, the, the latest uh, estimate from the Mayo Clinic is that adults spend 70% of their waking hours sitting. So that's like 10 to 12 hours a day of sitting. And it's not just working, but playing too, as you mentioned. Online gamers are known to clock hours, if not entire days, at their keyboards playing massively multiplayer online games. But here's a motivating fact. Are you are you sitting down for this? Of course I'm sitting. I'm the, I am the ninja of sitting. The queen of sitting. Our metabolism yeah. slows down 90% after just 30 minutes of sitting. And after mm -hmm. two hours of sitting, our good cholesterol drops 20%, according to an article in the Washington Post. So this begs the question, how long is too long for one sitting? So the answer is it varies. One study um, from Australia says that men who sat for more than six hours a day were 90% more likely to feel nervous, restless, hopeless, or even tired than men who sat for less than three hours a day. And another study... Hopeless. Yeah, I know. Hopeless. hopeless. I like that part. <laughs> hopeless. And another study, this one from Penn State, found that sitting for four hours straight increases the pressure on the on the discs in your lower back, which, as you mentioned earlier, can lead to back pain and degeneration of your discs. But, right. but if they change positions every 15 minutes, they didn't experience any disc compression. So mm -hmm. the recommendations kind of are also all over the map. Change your position every 15 minutes. Um, another uh, professor, Alan Hedge at the uh, Cornell University, professor of ergonomics, came up with the 28 rule, 28-2 rule, sorry. For every 30 minutes you sh that, you're, that you work, you should sit for 20 minutes, stand for eight, and move around and do something else for two minutes. And if you do this, he estimates that you'll be getting up 32 times in a typical day, which actually sounds like a good amount of effort. Um, and but just a, a real hassle to uh, to keep track of. And <laughs> it's true. Just, it is. It is. It is. It's it's right. It's a Not lot of the effort. simplest thing. Yes. So, I mean, maybe so maybe the answer lies for most of us lies start at least starting somewhere on the lower end and working up as you get more accustomed to standing or maybe adding in. Uh, uh, a stool, a tall stool, not to sit on, but just kind of lean against or transfer your weight too. Because I know they say, you know, standing for long periods isn't isn't good either. You can wind up with varicose veins. Yes, <gasps> gasp. So Eek. none of us want that either. I mean, yep. back pain is one thing, but varicose veins. Oh my god, my vanity. <laughs> 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 so yeah there's uh there's a lot of there there's a lot of research out there that um say sitting is bad but there's not a lot of consensus about uh how long we should or how often we should be getting up or um or uh how long is too long okay well tell me let's now shift the spotlight that bright spotlight on you alex and and tell me 
what you do. Miss, okay, Miss Standing Desk, let's hear <laughs> what, <laughs> how much movement you're getting in your work day. What are, what are you doing in a typical day? Yeah, so I, I'm trying to follow their advice to stand up, sit less, move more. And this is actually easier for me since I'm naturally fidgety. It's kind of hard for me to sit still for too long. Um, so if you heard our last podcast, you'll know that I've been trying to drink a lot more water. And when you do that, well, you, you tend, gotta get up, <laughs> you tend to get up and do something else quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also work from home. So I get to get up and do little chores while I'm thinking through a problem or trying to get over my writer's blockade. Um, I do little things like unload the dishwasher, clean the sink, make the bed, or my favorite thing is to take a shower. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I really look forward to that shower. (laughs) Um, But when I worked in an office, I would also find, you know, I'd also find lots of excuses to get up. You know this. I'd walk Mm. over to a colleague to ask a question when I could easily just, you know, send him a message, right? I'd get up and walk outside to do some of my calls. I pace back and forth during those calls. But I think mostly I just fetched about 12 cups of coffee a day. Um. (laughs) (laughs) And that was incentive enough. That was, that was, yes, that was a reward in and of itself. And at home, I do things like fold the laundry while I watch TV. Yes, that's a good that's a good uh, way to get more movement, even when you're being sedentary on the couch. I mean, I mean, these days, everything is set up to be within arm's length of us that you don't have to reach high or squat low to get things. Everything is right there at arm's level. And that's a bad thing. So, uh, you know, it's good to just have to go out of your way occasionally to do things. We're conveniencing ourselves to death. We are conveniencing ourselves to death. Okay, so what so what is your challenge? You know every week we have a little a little mini challenge uh, that we're going to do the following week. So Alex, how are you going to shake it up and in, encourage a little more movement and and or stretching into your day? Well, I have a confession to make. I have two great dogs, really wonderful dogs. And you think that, you know, oh, yeah, get a dog. You you walk them often. But <laughs> my confession is <laughs> I've been super lazy and my husband is doing all the walking. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, he's he's the one who what a good husband. Like, he is. He's so wonderful. So I'm going to try to walk my dogs at least twice a week. That's my challenge. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. That sounds definitely doable. Definitely fits right in with our baby stepping. Uh, And who knows? Who knows what will come of that? So we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. uh, What about you, Melinda? What's your problem zone? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My, I am completely guilty of just sitting for two hours at a time at my desk. I know that most these studies show that most people only do three hours of work when they're in an office and the rest is walking around talking to coworkers. But because my day is a tiny bit compressed, I am so focused on getting everything done before I have to go pick up my kids that I'm 
I, I'll just sit there and I won't get up. I'll just power through, which is it's not good for, for me. It's not good for my productivity. And it's definitely not good for my brain. Um, you know, they say that just getting up actually is is good for your learning and focus. There's mm -hmm. a Harvard researcher who's done a lot of research in this area and he says that there's this movement during your day encourages more cell growth in your, in oh. your brain. So, oh wow! So I, I feel I feel really bad about letting my my brain atrophy that way by oh. sitting for two hours at a time at my desk. So I'm 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 going to do something about it, but. I have tried a lot of things, you know, I, I have had every kind of fitness tracker since I write about health and fitness and those give you activity reminders. And I just completely ignore that. <laughs> I'll look at the little running man on my wrist and say, huh, and then go back to work. Um, I've set reminders on my computer um, I think the only real way I, I need to find something that would I could do on my computer that would basically lock me out and I'd have ooh. to type in a password. So it would really get my attention. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that I want to try a little more standing. And so okay. stand a little more standing and fidgeting. So I'm going to try for two at least two minutes maybe four minutes because they say two minutes every half hour so two to four minutes yeah uh every day I mean every every day two to four minutes every hour <laughs> doing a little bit of my work it'll probably amount to returning emails um before I I have a little uh shelf I can put my uh, put my laptop on. And so I'm going to stand for two to four minutes, at least, you know, for a four hour period, four or five hour period. Oh, uh, yeah. And see how that goes. That's good. And, you know, that's a big ask. So <laughs> <laughs> it should be interesting when I come back with. Um, yeah. But, so you do know, you have I, this contraption, the shelf already? Well, right. you know, there's lots of things you can do. I right. actually have a spin bike that has a little flat surface over the hand, desk over the handlebars. Oh, wow. And so I'm just going to put my put my laptop on top of that desk over the handlebars, which is at standing height. And I'm just going to... Uh, just stand up and and return calls and emails and it's literally within five feet of my existing desk so it's not a it's not I would say even within three feet so it's not a big disruption I just have to move it over move it right back yeah yeah so that's cool that's cool that, what about the that, stretching and reaching different types of movements yeah, I'm going to try to incorporate more of that. I mean, m mostly uh, the things that I will be doing are more fidgeting. I'm going to be working on my fidgeting. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, some of the things that uh, 
uh, were recommended to me by uh, Katie Bowman were scooching out to the very end of your desk chair. Oh, yeah. And sitting there a little a little while uh-huh. for every hour. Doing some kind of man spreading thing with your legs <laughs> where you kind of take a wider stance at your desk or oh. even going into in your desk chair like a, a cross-legged or a half cross-legged position uh-huh. just to just to kind of get yourself in a different angle. It's all about changing the angles of your body. So mm-hmm. so I think mm-hmm. I think those are the things that I'm gonna play with. Um but the big one is really just standing up for a few minutes each oh, hour. That sounds great. That's it. Well, no, Katie Bowman, she's the one who greatly inconvenienced herself in order to incorporate yes. more movement into her day. Isn't that right? She, yeah, she redesigned her entire house to be more inconvenient where, <laughs> you know, she got rid of her sofa. So she'd sit on cushions on the floor, got cut the legs off her desk. So she oh my would God. sit on the floor <laughs> and work at a desk and put everything up in high or very low cabinets. So she'd have to squat and reach. I was reading about that and it just sounded horrific to me, but I'm sure she's in just wonderful shape because of it and uh, is much more supple than you or I. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> so that is our challenge for next week. Okay. All right. So speaking of challenges, um, are we ready to move on to the results of our previous challenge, Melinda? Sure. Okay. Sure. So, okay, tell me about what tell me about your your uh, dressing up challenge. Okay. So, in our last episode, Melinda and I challenged each other to incorporate one morning routine to see if it will make us more awesome. And Melinda, <laughs> <laughs> Melinda has been trying out visualization and I've dressed up each morning to see if it makes any difference to me. When you say dressing up, it almost sounds like you're talking about like cosplay or something. I was just visualizing that. <laughs> to be clear, I guess we're talking about more dress for success and less like wacky costumes, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So for me, dressing up was just a blouse and some shoes and uh, tossing out. <laughs> Wait was, a minute! No was, pants? No pants with that? That's uh, that's just obscene. I know it's wrong. It's so wrong. No, I, I kept I kept my jeans, um, but I upped the ante on the blouse and the shoes, and uh, so I did this. How did it work? Well, it what made did it feel like <laughs> it made me sit up straighter, um, and if if I go out and. And if I go out to, say, the bank or the grocery store, it, it did make me feel like it was part of a productive workforce rather than a, <laughs> a, a yoga parent who happens to be making money on the side. Um, <laughs> I love that. Slackers club. <laughs> the, slacker, the mommy slacker club. Um, mm. But I, I think whatever the effects, I think they were entirely placebo in nature. It was all in my head. Um, but th- that's to say that it wasn't you know, effective or powerful or, or, um, I I think it was, um, but I, I wonder how long lasting it would be if I continued to dress up. I, it's, it's, it's uncertain because placebo effects have (laughs) a tendency to wane over time. Um, 
So how about you, Melinda? How did you do with your new morning ritual? Uh, now, my ritual was visualization, you know, just to after I've done my little morning activity and was getting down to work doing I usually do some deep breathing and meditation for a few minutes. And th my challenge was to include some kind of positive visualization to set the tone for my day to visualize something good happening that kind of the best possible outcome that day, you know, t think about something specific I wanted to happen and, and, and picture that and see how it made me feel. And yeah. did it have any effect? Well, it did. I mean, it definitely put me in a pleasant mood. I mean, I, I did struggle sometimes to, um, you know, to hold the image, that positive image in my <laughs> mind when, when, uh, you know, I have a, uh, you know, I'm, I would get thoughts intruding of the 10,001 things I needed to do that day. And so I, you know, sometimes found it a struggle, but, uh, it, it is something that I think I will do situationally. I, I did have a new client, uh, pitch meeting and I did it right before that and visualized it just going smashingly and, and, Ooh. you know, having, having the best, having this wonderful conversation and the, the, uh, uh, the other client just being just so impressed with everything I do and Ooh. just having the best possible outcome. And then I rolled right from that into that pitch meeting and it was wonderful. I had a lot, I found I had a lot more confidence and uh, things I was able to ask for a little more money because <laughs> I felt confident in my ability and my skills. And I think just the conversation went better because, uh, you know, there, I had a little more confidence nice. and had worked through it in my mind. Nice. So you said situationally. So do you think that visualization works for some things, but may not be as effective for other things? No, I think it's a good practice. You know, it's a I think it's a good way to kind of banish any negative thoughts. Maybe I think I would use it on a Monday when, you know, everybody gets a case of the Monday mornings and they just need to be very productive and, um, you know, start start the week off with a bang. So maybe kind of visualizing how I wanted my week to go and the best possible outcome. Mm -hmm. That might be a good mm -hmm. thing to do mm -hmm. on a Monday. Yeah. And um, maybe doing it like I did in this case when I have something important important coming up, whether it's a negotiation or a, um, you know, some other uh challenge something that's challenging for me so yeah. I think that's really where I would use it I'm sure there are days when you feel pretty fired up already and mm -hmm. I may not need to do it so yeah. yeah so maybe not for routine mundane things but for more challenging tasks yes challenging tasks and uh also just for getting your head straight when you're in kind of a negative state of mind hmm. in the morning. I like that. I like that. And do you think you'll keep it up? 
I think that I will do it under those conditions. I, I think it's a good thing. I think we all tend to be, get a little in our head, a little negative, get a little insecure about things in it. I think it's, it's just one of the many ways to get over yourself and get on with <laughs> your day. <laughs> and so I, I think we could all use a, a little more tools for that. <laughs> I love that visual when you said get over yourself. It's like, I'm on the floor. I need to walk over my body and get over myself and move I on. Need, <laughs> I am my biggest obstacle. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, it's true. That's so, great. Awesome. Yeah. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a, it wasn't a loss. It wasn't something I'll do every day, but but not bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love your example of how you visualize that interview going and the pitch meeting going. Um, I could totally see that working. Yeah. I, I felt much, much more accomplished and confident. So yes, totally worth it. Well, sometimes you just need a reminder of how competent and capable you really are. And if you take a moment during a visualization, You'll, you know, it's not, it's not just airy fairy magical thinking. It's reminding yourself that you can do something, that you're capable. Yes, that That's you're it. awesome. You are awesome, Melinda. <laughs> Don't you forget Thank it. Thank you. I'm going to, I'm just going to call you next time. I'm not going to do the visualization. I'm just going to call Alex and say, tell me I'm awesome. And then, and then go about my day. Anytime. Or maybe I'll just have a pre-recorded Alex motivational <laughs> pep talk that I listen to every morning. That's right. That would be funny. That, I'll ha right, happy right, to do that. Right. I'm happy to do that. <laughs> so what do we have in store for next week, Melinda? What have you got up your sleeve? Okay. Well, this one's a whopper. Ha ha ha. We're going to look at <laughs> lying oh, and... No. and how it affects your mental health and your mindset. I'm so... sorry, Melinda. You are not awesome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just, just a white lie. Come on, just a white lie. Okay, okay. Yes. okay you are awesome. Yes, even even <laughs> white lies are lies. So we're going to take a look at how often we lie and what kind of lying we do and create some challenges around that. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there'll be some really funny stories out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we have to confess to i'm gonna find out how big a liar you are alex <laughs> i don't lie i never lie right right <laughs> neither <laughs> uh but lying is more than just you know uh, uh an issue of uh morality it's also it also affects your mental health too right yes yeah. yes it, it affects your mental health and you know it's it's important to be honest and authentic, and that's what we're all about here. So all right. we're going to try it. All right. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a good plan. I like it. So, and that concludes this podcast. So as always, we'd like to hear from you. Please follow us on Twitter. Our handle is inching, the number two, awesome, inching two, awesome. And on Facebook, we are inching towards with an S, awesome. And, and it's the same it's the same handle on Instagram too inching towards awesome tell us what some of your tricks are for standing up sitting less and moving more 
right. And until next time, you know our motto, go small or go home. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.